The closer we get to retirement, the more important it is to avoid costly mistakes. On today's show, three retirement investment mistakes older seniors should do everything possible to avoid. Welcome in to your retirement with Sam Jules. Welcome once again to Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, and uh, for Dual Financial Strategies, we have in studio Sam Dual, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel, and it's ready, uh, well, we're ready to talk about your retirement plan uh, with their retirement lifestyle review that they always offer at no cost, no obligation, and we're very happy to have all three in the studio here, and I guess if uh, you're aware of some common errors, it's easier to avoid them uh, to make mistakes, but in particular, the three mistakes that uh, older seniors uh, should do uh, the best that they can uh, to possibly avoid. And uh, we're going to talk about those in the first segment here uh, with Sam, Luke, and Andy. And uh, I guess, Sam, uh, maintaining the wrong asset allocation uh, based on your risk tolerance. You've got to know so many different things, it seems, uh, to have a successful portfolio, especially in these uh, rocky times, right? Yeah, that's for sure, Chuck. And, you know, there's so many challenges that are facing people today, so many headwinds. And I would say that this is not even this is not just a senior centric topic. This is for everyone that's listening. Uh, we are finding that when you come in and visit with us for your retirement lifestyle review, when we do a risk alliance analysis, we do the risk alliance questionnaire on you and determine what you're at on that scale of one to ninety nine. And then we're doing the risk alliance analysis on your current portfolio. I'm finding that everyone that's come in, I haven't seen a single person come into the office here in months that was even remotely close to their risk tolerance. That meaning their portfolio was a lot more aggressive and at a lot higher risk for loss than what you said your personal tolerance was. And it's also a bit of a catch-22 in today's world because those of you that tend to be more uh, more conservative, well, you're usually going to try to bias towards stocks, which would be considered fixed income instruments. The headwind that you're facing here and what could be a catastrophic mistake for you if you're not getting these things evaluated is that the bond market could be one of the worst places for you to be right now as a conservative investor if you're there too heavily because we're in a rising interest rate environment. So you need to make sure that your portfolio is rebalanced regularly. And what I'm finding is that when you're coming in, you have not had your portfolios rebalanced. Some of you never. And at best, maybe years and years ago because you end up with too much exposure to different areas all of a sudden your portfolio does not match what your risk tolerance level is so i would say let's take a look at the portfolio it can't hurt to get a second set of eyes on it and in times like this where you're in danger of losing massive amounts of money if you're making a mistake this is when you should be doing those types of things all right sam let me ask you a question about that uh, in terms of uh, the regularity with which you should look at uh, asset allocation and rebalancing what would you suggest in terms of a time frame well, I would say at least on an annual basis. The challenge that people run into is that the vast majority of you that we meet with, you're running what would be called just strictly buy and hold portfolios. Somebody's put you into a bunch of different mutual funds. There's no tactical management going on. There's no, you know, there's no strategic uh, changes that are being made to the portfolio as market and economic conditions change. It's like you just, you go up with the market, you go down with the market, and there's no sort of a buffer. So if you're not using active tactical management like we employ and we believe in then you should at least have it rebalanced once a year but with active tactical management chuck it's in almost a continual state of rebalance certainly no less than once a quarter 
Well, the fine folks at uh, Dual Financial Strategies can do that for you, too. And uh, let me uh, impart the phone number before we carry on, 866-203-7486. And you can get that no-cost, no-obligation assessment of your situation. And uh, you can talk to Sam, Andy, and Luke about when you should rebalance and uh, look at your asset allocations because they're there for you as fiduciaries that want to uh, make sure that your retirement is uh, as smooth as possible here anywhere in the Fox Valley. All right, Andy, let's talk about failure to diversify a portfolio because it seems to me that that goes hand in hand we talk about asset allocation and all of these types of things uh, again uh, people have a misconception about diversification they think that they if they have uh, uh, you know maybe two or three different buckets of money here they're diversified oh you know I'm doing this that but they don't realize that they could be in the same uh, strategies they could be in the same uh, genres let's say in their investments and they're really not diversified right that's correct. I mean, we see it often. We say the illusion of diversification is real. We see it when we look at people's portfolios and the um, overwhelming theme that we see is that people may own a lot of different mutual funds, which makes them feel like they're diversified, but in all reality, they're not. There's a lot of overlap within those um, mutual funds. And consequently, what that means is that you think that you have a lot of different eggs in different baskets, you just don't. And so when the market goes up or down, you follow suit. And so of course, it's not an issue if it's going up, but it is an issue if it's going down. So it's not just your risk tolerance that determines what your money should be invested in. And you also do need to make sure that you're not putting all of your eggs in one basket. That is for sure, especially as you get older um, and don't necessarily have time to recover from losses if something does go wrong. So to reduce your risk and maximize the chances of having the money that you need necessary through the rest of your retirement, you should look at different asset classes. Now, different asset classes can be not only within the market and what tools you're using, exchange-traded funds, um, but also other types of tools that may prevent you from having downside risk, something like a fixed indexed annuity or um, different insurance tools that may be available to you. Now, I, I say that cautiously because when you are considering something like an annuity, be very conscious that you are aware of what type of annuity it is. We tend to not use and have never used variable annuities because we just haven't seen it be in the best interest of our clients. So be mindful when you're going out there and looking at these different classes that you have some education and that the person that you're working with has your best interest in mind um, and making sure that those tools fit. I mean, that's the whole reason Sam did his book Purpose Determines Placement. The purpose of the money determines the placement of where it's going to go and what you need it to do. Absolutely. We're talking here with the fine folks at uh, Dual Financial Strategies about not making investment mistakes, especially for older seniors uh, who can't afford it. You don't have that luxury of time, and in this environment, you don't want to be making any investment mistakes if you can help them. And I guess, Luke, as we uh, wrap up this segment, if you invest without liquid savings, maybe that's a no-no because you're kind of going on the edge of the cliff here without any backup yeah you're absolutely going on the edge of the cliff, cliff without backup and it just as sam was talking um earlier earlier in this segment about um asset allocation how this really applies to everybody you know having liquid savings applies to everybody um, and we know that earlier on having that emergency fund is important but as we get closer to retirement and are even in retirement 
having even a little bit more in liquid savings, you know, in a high yield savings account or something like that can be really important for um, the same sort of emergencies, but for a little different reason. So maybe the, the vehicle goes kaput, maybe something happens with the roof or the HVAC system and you just need access to some funds. But the challenge that you can face in retirement, especially when you're drawing income out, is now you may be forced to pull money out in a in a down market. So by having this cushion, by having this liquid savings of maybe around a year of your annual spending needs, this will help um, prolong your money. This will help you avoid taking larger distributions uh, from your um, accounts that might um, be in a situation where you would then be locking in those losses. And we saw this, Luke, about 15 years ago when you talk uh, so pointedly about um, uh, taking money out when you're already losing money from accounts. So it's kind of like double dipping if you lost 20 percent uh, in a portfolio back in 2008 and you wanted to take out another 10 percent. You're really behind the eight ball. It takes you a long time to just recover to get back to ground zero on that, right? It would. And so that's exactly what we're talking about here. Why having the liquid cushion inside of a savings account becomes so, so important because you've got access to funds right now. I mean, when you're in retirement, once you're 59 and a half years old, you don't have a liquidity problem. If your investments are positioned properly, you can get at them. It's just what's the most efficient way to do that to keep the most money in your pocket. Absolutely. And that's what it is all about with dual financial strategies, isn't it, Sam? And uh, you have to uh, take a look at everybody's individual situation and guide them properly. And I know that uh, you can do that so, so very well. Yeah, it's it. Everyone is is entirely different. Andy often says everybody is a snowflake, and it's true. It's, you know, I can't think of I can't think of any two people just off the top of my head that I have in the decades that I've been doing this that have exactly the same plan in exactly the same proportions. It's just, it's a fool's errand. It, you know, you're not you're not your brother-in-law, uh, you're not your brother, you're not uh, you know you're not your buddy at work. So what they're doing may or may not be appropriate for you and in most cases what they're doing may or may not be appropriate for them so mm -hmm. i'm always really cautious about where advice is taken or where advice is being given from what's the source of it because boy i find an awful lot of armchair financial advisors um that want to uh you know want to talk about all of the things that they know when in reality what they're doing for themselves isn't even remotely close the only way you know for sure chuck do an analysis we do a what we call our retirement lifestyle review and it's looking at everything folks this is not just about your money this is making sure that your wills your trust your powers of attorney are in place have you done your estate planning correctly what does your tax scenario look like are you paying unnecessary taxes do you need to start looking at doing some roth conversions do you need to start doing some long-range planning to minimize the tax burden on required minimum distributions there are so many different areas that you need to be thinking of right here as you're near or in retirement uh that just going down and setting down with someone and having them sell you a couple of mutual funds or a variable annuity that is not retirement planning that's product selling Absolutely. And so the best way to reach uh, Sam, Andy, or Luke is to give them a call because they've got a no-cost, no-obligation offer for you anywhere in the Fox Valley. 866-203-7486 is the phone number to get that retirement lifestyle review. And remember, 
It's always at no cost, no obligation. So you make that phone call, you sit down with Sam, Andy, or Luke, and uh, pave the way for a uh, successful retirement. And that way you will retire your way because it is your retirement. It's individual for you. So give them a call, no cost, no obligation, 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. We've got to take a break. Sam, what's coming up next? Well, if you're of the mind that if you could retire tomorrow, you would, the next segment is just for you. When we come back, some strategies to bump up your retirement. We're back here on the show, Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, uh, sitting in along with uh, Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel of Duell Financial Strategies. And again, if you missed the phone number earlier, they can uh, take care of you anywhere in the Fox Valley, from Green Bay to Appleton and all environs, hence at 866-203-7486. And I think that we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, people who have no interest in retiring, but... Then there are those who would like nothing more than to hang it up tomorrow. That's the uh, beauty of this. You never know, uh, based on your love for your job or the necessity of uh, keeping it or the necessity of strolling into the sunset, so to speak, because everybody's a little bit different here. Uh, So we put together some strategies here with the help of Sam, Andy, and Luke that uh, you can do uh, that could uh, move that retirement date a little bit closer if you want. And I think... uh, You probably see all kinds of things, uh, uh, Sam. You see all types of people that come in and visit with you and Andy and Luke uh, with uh, respect to uh, when they want to retire. That's the key question. Some people want to do it yesterday. Some people want to do it in four or five years. I'm sure it runs the gamut. But one thing everybody's got to do is make sure they're looking ahead and investing for income because they're their own employer uh, when they quit that job. Yeah, I coined the phrase voluntarily unemployed a long time ago because that's what's going to happen when you retire. You are now voluntarily unemployed. And you still have to eat and you still have to pay your real estate taxes and you still have to do all of those sorts of things. So where's the money going to come from? Pension, maybe, if you're fortunate enough to have one. Social Security, sure, but when? When's the right time to start taking that? The majority of your income for the for most people is going to come from your retirement savings. So you've spent decades building up this big old pile of money. You know, you've saved $750,000 for your retirement, but then the big question for many of you when you come in is, okay, now what do I do with it? Because now you need to make that $750,000 pile of money turn into a monthly paycheck. So structuring it, investing it, having it layered for income, that's the most important thing you need to do. The first thing we've got to do is we've got to fill that income gap between your guaranteed income sources and your savings. So investing for income is the number one goal you have to have when you stop working. Absolutely. And when you look at all of these different factors in getting ready to retire, whether it's yesterday, tomorrow, 10 days from now, uh, 10 years from now, Andy, you've got to rebalance your retirement investments. We talked about it in the 
uh, first segment about how important that was. We did, and and many people were invest in employers' retirement plans or 401ks or a f- IRA, but fail to ensure that the portfolio is properly allocated. And so, you know, it's it is tougher when you're in the 401k. You just basically have the options that your employer gives you to invest in, and you kind of look at the history and you say, well, this is what it did over the last 10 years. I'll choose that one, or I'll choose this one. Um, you know, there are ways to look at that and get some help with that and we are happy to do that for people who are not yet retired and still contributing to their 401k and we've also helped people move a portion of their money out if they're 59 and a half do non-hardship distributions um, into their own IRA so they have more choices and they have more control over those accounts because that is important as you go into retirement and especially with the volatility today you probably do want more control over those accounts instead of just going back and forth with whatever the market is doing based on the choices that you have because for most people you either have a small market um cash account or you've got mutual funds to choose from and there really might be some bond mutual funds but there really isn't that much to choose from as far as diversification or asset allocation yeah that's interesting because uh you know ladies and gentlemen uh, you should by listening to this program that you have a partner uh, in this uh, business called retirement and it's called uncle sam so what you want to do is yeah you want to be a good partner and pay your share to uncle sam uh, to make sure you don't get into trouble luke but There's a way you can avoid uh, further taxation or unnecessary, let's say, taxation by uh, converting to a Roth IRA. And this is what you need to be thinking about as you approach retirement, right? Right, Chuck. You bring up a good point. I mean, taxes play an integral part of every one of our uh, retirements. And certainly for the vast majority of the people that we sit down with, most of the money that you have saved, because this was the tool available to you, were the pre-tax traditional IRAs traditional 401ks where not all of that money is yours folks so if you have $750,000 between a married couple sitting in retirement accounts not all that's yours you're going to be taxed maybe 17 to 27 percent of that in most cases um, so that you can just kind of write off so some of the strategies available are converting that money over into a Roth IRA um, to reduce some of the tax burden for both you and future generations we've talked on the show about the secure act that went into place in january 1st of 2020 this will impact your loved ones and how they receive that money and so roth iras um, and that tax-free money that is the best money to inherit that's the best money to pass on to the next generation and it's also the best money to have for your retirement uh, because it keeps more of the money in your pocket so that you can potentially retire a little bit earlier absolutely strategies that's the keyword that luke used for dual financial strategies 866-203-7486 is their number and they can give you an assessment of when you can retire by sitting down with them uh, at no cost and no obligation and i think one of the keys here uh, sam is uh, as to when one can retire is how much money they spend now uh, because uh, that is an integral factor uh, when it comes to when you want to retire and if you cut your annual spending you might be able to retire sooner if you wish yeah, there's so much merit to that. And I get it. I mean, it's tough. It's always tough to think about spending. It's like, oh, well, I couldn't possibly trim anything. Uh, you would be amazed, folks. If you really sat down and you took a hard look at what your expenditure habits are, um, most of you do not use a budget anymore. Most of you haven't used a budget for years. You're making more money than you're spending, so you don't need one. However, we highly recommend that 
prior to retirement, go on to our website, dualstrategies.com, D-U-E-L-L strategies.com. On the front landing page there, uh, there is a, uh, there's a hyperlink where you can download our budget worksheet. You need to look at what your spending levels are because you would be amazed how easy it is to cut several hundred dollars a month out of your spending that's just basically leaking out of your accounts right now. You literally can save thousands of dollars a year by just being more efficient and that could bump your retirement date up by being able to have less money you're spending today, you got more money to spend later. Well, I guess the converse, Andy, is uh, if you uh, don't want to cut that annual spending and you want to uh, retire sooner than later, is uh, maybe you work two jobs while you're working toward the end of your career, work that supplemental job in your field and save more. You certainly can. And we see it oftentimes, even in our you know, post-retirees, um, they enjoy retirement for a little while, or maybe they would like to have a little bit more to do, especially in the wintertime around here. Um, so consequently, they might go back and work for their employer that they worked for. If they enjoyed their job, they might go get another job driving cars for Bergstrom or whatever, you know, figure out something that you enjoy doing and, and go have fun doing it and getting paid for it. Cause that can always help supplement the income um, especially if you have a little bit more expensive hobbies <laughs> if you can find a job in your hobby like on a golf course um, that's certainly helpful to get you on that right track and and that way you're not dipping into your retirement monies nearly as much and you can still go have fun yeah for sure that's true and uh, as far as the golf part is concerned you can be one of those starter rangers and one of the uh, perks is you get to play free golf at that golf course uh, exactly. if you, and I'm kind of like I've always liked to drive for years and years we used to drive from Connecticut to Wisconsin to visit friends uh, years ago when we our kids were little and so maybe I could see myself driving uh, back and forth from uh, Raleigh to Pinehurst picking up people at the airport to come and uh, play golf down there and uh, there's so much there's so many things that can be done today and and absolutely businesses are just crying for people responsible adults to do I mean literally if you are a retiree right now you have I would say your choice of things mm-hmm. you can go and do and on your terms mm-hmm. right now the other side of the coin is maybe you don't want to be the employee but you want to be an employer of yourself and maybe just a small side business uh, is something luke that uh, people may consider in retirement yeah i mean this is something that um is in a way that you know if you start a little side business a side hustle um it's a way to stay engaged it's stay keep your mind sharp keep active um an advantage from, you know, we're talking about in this segment about being able to retire early, kind of echoing the message, you know, Andy was talking about and having another job, you know, this just being a side business, if you can start that while you're still working, um, that could be great timing. Um, some of the financial benefits to that are as a business owner, you have additional contributions that you can make to your retirement accounts just by being self-employed and owning your own business. Um, and this extra income, then can be used to dump into those accounts to help um, position yourself better for retirement. And by starting to the business prior to retirement, you might go into retirement and say, hey, I'm going to retire from the the day-to-day job, but I'm going to keep this side business that maybe has some more flexibility. Maybe you've got greater interest in it um, and give you some purpose throughout those early years of retirement in addition to the financial benefit. Well, Sam, quickly, uh, I can't imagine people wanting to leave the beautiful Fox Valley, but relocating is an option as well. Well, even relocating within the Fox Valley or where you're at. I mean, ah, good point. You know, maybe you're still maybe you're still living in the house that you raised the kids in, and it's big, and 
you know, depending upon where you're at. I mean, if you're living in a in a larger, nicer home in our area, you could be paying anywhere from probably oh seven to fifteen, eighteen thousand dollars a year in real estate taxes. Well, what if you just move from that location to somewhere else that's still convenient for you, but you cut that tax bill down, or whatever the case might be? There's so many ways that you can do these things. Um, not having uh you know extraneous uh, expenditures on a second property i'll tell you i see an awful lot of you folks in retirement that you are literally straining your retirement or um not doing what you could in retirement because you're busy supporting a cottage for the kids to go to up north you take care of it all of the time you do all of the maintenance on it and they go up and enjoy it it's like you know i mean do what you want to do but at some point in time what's more important to you so these are all things that can be difficult decisions to make um but it's your retirement what do you want to do with your retirement uh it is not your responsibility to fund your kids retirement it's not your responsibility to fund your kids recreational lifestyle so putting you first in retirement is what we do and it's perfectly okay for you to do the same thing. Absolutely. So what Sam is saying, basically, is let dual financial strategies help you uh, strategize, if you will, your retirement, what you want to do, and uh, the way to do it at no cost, no obligation to be able to sit down with uh, Andy, Luke, or Sam uh, is 866-203-7486. And uh, Andy alluded to it earlier, uh, as uh, Sam has uh, in the second printing of uh, his book, Purpose Determines Placement. This is a very educational publication that he will offer to you as well when you have that no-cost, no-obligation sit-down with him at 866-203-7486. So call him right now. Sam, what's coming up in the next segment? When we come back, spending in retirement. For some, it's a struggle to go from savings mode to spending mode. I'm going to give you some tips on how to loosen the old purse strings and keep your retirement on track. Welcome back to uh, Your Retirement. I'm Chuck Caton, happy to be in studio with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, Luke Van Abel, and we're talking about your retirement and what it means for all of you in the Fox Valley. And maybe the fear of overspending uh, will be a problem faced by a small number of you in our audience, but maybe it's a growing group of uh, you uh, potential retirees listening to it, and it's possible to live too frugal in your retirement. I know a lot of people who probably do that. I also know people on the other end of it, but people spend so much time and effort saving, and I find this, Sam, to be true, that they forget what they were saving for. You just talked about it before, uh, but why is the answer? So uh, our uh, esteemed panel here once again today have put together some ideas to create a strategy that will allow you to feel more comfortable spending money in a responsible way. I know I have this uh, situation as well. We're going to be coming up in a couple of weeks to the Midwest to visit uh, our uh, two sons and grandkids. And, you know, I think about the the money that we're probably going to spend, A, in gas. I'm hoping it gets under four bucks a gallon by then, but I'm not optimistic about that. But I need to uh, probably think about revising a budget here uh, if you're uh, looking at... uh, maybe underspending or overspending. I mean, what do you find in your uh, experience, Sam, when it comes to people you talk to? Are they uh, kind of treading with trepidation about spending money when they are retired? Oh, yeah, we get that an awful lot. Um, You know, it's like you said, Chuck, some people get so busy saving money that they forget that it's okay to spend it. And that's the thing. 
It's okay to spend the money in retirement. That's what you saved it for. Um, I meet with you every day and you're just, you're literally, you're scared out of your minds to spend the money. The reason for that is because you don't have a plan. No one has ever outlined a plan for you to say, if we do this and you spend that much and we stay within these parameters, so on and so forth, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. I've been at this almost, I think, I'm pushing 22 years at this point in time, okay? I have never, in over two decades of doing this, ever had someone run out of money during retirement because of overspending. It's never happened, Chuck. We've gone through the 2008s. We've gone through the 2018s. We've gone through this year. Not one single person that's ever had to materially uh, change their retirement lifestyle or that ran out of money because they had a plan. Yeah, well, that's right. Uh, you know, even if they are, Andy, a little uh, paranoid about it, they can always work part-time uh, if you uh, think you're going to spend too much. But I think that the natural tendency is to uh, pull back and be more conservative in retirement. But you can always, uh, you know, I think working part-time, doesn't it uh, have both uh, an emotional, psychological, and uh, uh, fiscal uh, advantage? Oh, it does. Absolutely. And there are those people who are very outgoing and social and retire and it's a struggle for them because they really miss seeing those people or interacting with customers or whatever the case it is so if your schedule allows and it's something that you want to do I absolutely support that idea again you can do something that you thoroughly enjoy doing or helping in some area or doing something that you feel passionate about but it can also provide a little bit of income that can take the pressure off of your social security or your pension or your gap that you have that you might need to dip into your savings account or to your 401k or what used to be your 401k. I'd think if it's a, a good fit and it's something that you enjoy doing, go for it. There's no reason not to. Absolutely. Or you can uh, explore different potential income solutions. And what would those be, Luke? Yeah. First of all, I think working with a financial professional to create an appropriate plan plan being the the key way to strategically spend down your money but the solutions um you know there's tools out there where you can be provided guaranteed income you know your social security provides you a guaranteed income source if you're fortunate enough to have a pension that provides you a guaranteed income source for the rest of your life and this can alleviate a lot of fears of running out of money because you just have guaranteed income coming in every single month and one of the tools that can be used for this um, is an annuity an annuity provides tax deferred growth potential it provides a death benefit um, during that accumulation phase. So if maybe you don't need the money for a year or two yet or longer, it's going to grow without any sort of tax implications. And then on the backside, if these are structured properly, you can have a guaranteed stream of income just like Social Security and just like a pension. And this can help uh, retirees access their hard-earned funds in a measured, systematic way while providing them the confidence that they have lifelong income, um, especially for those, you know, we talked a lot about budget this week. And if there's just money that you need coming in the door, if you know that those needs are met, we call it food, clothing, and shelter money, a guaranteed source of income is a great way to cover those 
budgetary items. Absolutely. We're talking to Sam, Andy, and Luke here from uh, Dual Financial Strategies about all the different ways that you can uh, take care of business when it comes to uh, your fears of overspending in retirement. And I think it's a natural fear, but it's something you can control. And I think that uh, obviously with the tutelage, the expertise of Dual Financial Strategies, they can help you. Let me give you that phone number again before I defer to Sam when it comes to uh, partnering with a professional to do this properly. Remember that they, uh, as Sam alluded to, over 20 years of experience in this realm of helping retirees just like you and pre-retirees, uh, 866-203-7486. That's uh, 866-203-7486. That's the number to uh, get a hold of uh, Sam and your Luke here at Dual Financial Strategies. But partnering up with a professional, sometimes you say to yourself, I can't do this alone. I don't know if I, I'm spending properly. So even though I can divide, as you said before, Sam, somebody's got a million-dollar portfolio and they think they're going to live another 20 years, well, that means I can spend, uh, what, $50,000 a year. But it's not that simple, is it? No, it's not. There's so many more layers that, that go into this. Um, and you there there's a it's complicated. I mean, because it's not just, oh, what investment are you going to buy? Oh, how much are you going to spend? It's like, what's the tax implications today? What's the tax implications tomorrow? Um, what sort of uh, leverage should I be doing with this? There are so many things that you have to think of, many of them, Chuck, that have absolutely nothing to do with the actual money. It has nothing to do with you buying something to put in your portfolio. It has to do with what's the most efficient way for you to go about this. So you need to have someone that is skilled in that area. I would argue you need to have someone that is skilled specifically in that area. And absolutely nothing against anybody. There's a lot of really, really good advisors out there today. There's a lot of very, very good overarching kind of uh, do a little bit of everything financial advisors today. They're basically on every corner. Good people, but they don't focus entirely upon retirement. And you are going into retirement. You're focusing on retirement. You're not focusing on putting up a 529 plan for your three-year-old child. You aren't focusing on saving 50 bucks a month to be able to pay towards your next car. You are looking to take a very large, high six-figure, seven-figure, multi-million dollar 401k or IRA and convert it into your living source. And I got to tell you, if you do not have the right guidance on that, I don't care how much money you've saved, you can go broke. Look around uh, Green Bay. Look around with Georgia Pacific people that retired up there years ago. At a time when Georgia Pacific stock was going crazy, they retired in their 50s and were told, oh, this stock is just crazy. You can pull 10%. I've met people. We've worked with people mm-hmm. who literally retired with over a million dollars from um, uh, Georgia Pacific, uh, any of those larger Patrick companies Campbell. up there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they went broke. P&G, yep. we've seen yep. it multiple different yep. times. So you have to be working with the right person. And lastly, and I don't know how to say this without sounding maybe facetious, but I'm going to say it anyway. If you've saved 750000 a million dollars, $2 million for retirement, how in the world is someone that doesn't have the kind of money you've got going to direct you on how you should be putting it together and how you should be spending it? They don't have the first clue as to what you are facing. Don't be afraid to ask the hard questions, folks. Don't be afraid to ask how successful they are. Don't be afraid to ask what their type of plan is. Because if they aren't on your level monetarily, 
there's no way that they can put a plan together for you because they're shooting in the dark if they're not managing that kind of money themselves. Absolutely. And I guess that leads us, uh, Andy, to our final topic here for about 30 or 40 seconds about fighting those fiscal fears because... uh, I'm I'm deferring to the more sensitive side of our panel here, uh, gentlemen, with Andy talking about uh, how to soothe people when it comes to, uh, you know, not being afraid to spend that money and, and, and assessing and knowing your situation in retirement so that you're comfortable. Well, let's face it. Most of us are savers. We're not investors. We're savers. We're really good at that. That is what we've gotten very comfortable with. That's what we've done our whole lives is put money aside into the 401k or into our savings accounts. And and we talk to you all the time. And I thoroughly enjoy chatting with you and getting to know you better and appreciate the fact that you've done a phenomenal job saving money for retirement. There is an aspect and it is a hard change for some of you to start tapping into those dollars and sense because it is fear related we we talk to people all the time it is not dying any longer that you're fearful of it's running out of money and yes it makes sense with the way the market is and the world is today it feels very uncertain so you need to work with somebody that can provide you with a plan and a structure that makes sense and dots all the i's and covers crosses all of your t's to make sure that you have what you need because it is not just the monetary sense it is the medicare it is the health insurance it is the aspects of getting older the long-term care that it's hard conversations to talk about but it's very important that we do and you need to work with someone that you feel comfortable with period i mean interview 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 a bunch of them to make sure that you feel comfortable with whoever it is that you're working with so that you can put aside your fears absolutely and sam i know that's uh, where you come in with an offer that's the retirement lifestyle review that's it in a nutshell it's just setting down you can come to the office in green bay you can come to the office in appleton whatever is the most convenient for you We'll sit down for an hour or so, either sit with Andy or Luke, sit down with myself. Um, if you are close to Medicare age, we'll have you set uh, with Lake in order to go over some Medicare questions with you. But it's just doing an assessment of where you're at right now. Where do you want to be? What is your goal and your hopes and your dreams? And most importantly, who are you? A single person, a married couple, who are you? Because that's what's important. Your retirement needs to be structured towards you not towards your brother-in-law, not towards the folks that you work with, not towards what the advisor likes or dislikes. You, that's the important part of the equation. Purpose Determines Placement, we'll get you a copy of the book while you're in the office, but let's get together and chat and give you the retirement that you deserve. Absolutely, and uh, the way to do that is to give them a call at 866-203-7486. That's 866-203-7486. And remember, it is all about your retirement, and that retirement lifestyle review is very valuable. So take advantage of this no-cost, no-obligation opportunity anywhere you're hearing us in the Fox Valley and uh, deal with dual financial strategies at 866-203-7486. Well, it's question and answer time, and also we have a little uh, expertise coming up in the next segment, don't we, Sam? We do indeed, and it is time once again for those questions from you listeners. That and more when we come right back. back for the question and answer segment here. Chuck Caton for Dual Financial Strategies. And again, with Sam Duell, Andy Schooler, and Luke Van Abel at studio. 
uh, proud to be uh, with all of them with uh, their experience uh, to help you to and through retirement. And that's what uh, your retirement, this program, uh, is all about. All right, uh, let's take a little deep breath. We do know that inflation continues to be a hot-button issue, but uh, we're all feeling the effects in a lot of different areas. Rent, groceries, gas. And according to the BMO Real Financial Progress Index quarterly report, about 25% of Americans will have to delay their retirement. We're not trying to scare you. These are just facts from one source. So uh, when will things begin to change? Well, uh, uh, Mr. Ed Yardeni uh, of Ed Yardeni uh, Research says, uh, don't hold your breath. I think this is going to continue to be a very volatile year. I think it's next year that I'm anticipating we'll see better times ahead. But for now, I think um, the lower inflation is uh, going to help for a while. We still have some uncertainties with regards to energy, for example, up, up ahead here. But what's really come down quite a bit is uh, durable goods inflation. And a lot of that has been used car prices, of all things. And there's still plenty of room for other durable goods in inflation rates to come down. On the other hand, rent inflation is going to be a problem. So there's, there's still going to be a lot of volatility in the market uh, as these numbers continue to buffet around. All right. Thanks, Ed. Uh, that's not great news. But, uh, Sam, I just want to ask you a question before we go to the question and answer segment. Are you seeing any of your clients delaying their retirement? And uh, what advice can you offer to possibly soften that blow? We're seeing concern with you coming in to do you need to delay your retirement? But I have to say, everyone that we've evaluated in the last six months, uh, I haven't had a single person that we looked at and said, hey, because of inflation, because of current economic conditions, you need to delay your retirement. I uh, haven't ran into a single person there. So I, And I think sometimes the fears for this get overblown. You know, uh, Ed made a comment there. He said, you know, we're seeing an uptick in rent inflation. Well, okay, but the uptick in rent inflation only matters if you're what? If you're renting. Exactly. So if you yeah. own your own home, mm -hmm. you what do you care that there's an uptick in rent inflation? And that's a great inflationary hedge, right? Now it, you've just locked in your your payment, right? If it, you have a mortgage. Exactly. You know where you're at. So I think what you have to do in terms of reflation when you're retiring is you kinda gotta you kinda gotta turn off the talking heads. You kinda gotta turn off the uh, you know, the chicken littles that say the world is gonna end tomorrow. It's nasty. It's nasty every time. I mean, I went to the to the gas station this last weekend to get gas for our mowers. You know, three five gallon cans, seventy two dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and that wasn't for premium. That was just, that's for. A, so I'm going to stop mowing to begin with. I'm getting goats. That's the first thing I'm going to do. Yeah. But you have to look at inflation relative to you. Yeah, well, relative to you. Very very good advice there, and I I think that. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a tough world out there. I know that uh, you're making me not want to – you want me to cancel this trip to Michigan and Illinois, I think, in a couple of weeks. No, I think you're looking for an excuse to cancel that trip. Uh, I know. That's what I'm hearing. I know. Well, Sam said. Yeah. Well, now we'll have Sam talk to Beverly and DePere, who is 52 and divorced, and uh, she's considering getting remarried to a man who's 61 and divorced. So uh, Beverly wants to know if she can uh, draw on uh, his Social Security when uh, she turns uh, 62 years of age. And can his ex-wife also collect on his Social Security? 
Yeah, it's a two-part question there, uh, Beverly. I'm going to actually defer to Luke on part of this. The answer, can his ex-wife draw on his Social Security? The answer to that question, I do know, is yes, she she absolutely can. Um, when an ex-spouse draws on someone's Social Security, that has zero effect on their Social Security. It does not Correct. affect their payment. It's just they're able to do that. Mm-hmm. But, Luke, if she's 52 now, if she's going to draw on 62, that's 10 years from now, and I'm, mm-hmm. because you, you are have the edge in social security knowledge here she's okay isn't she 10 mm-hmm. years after they're married yeah 10 years later she is yeah. yep yeah they've got to be divorced for at least two years um before she can collect and the the strategy there for taking your social security beverly is um you know you can get up to 50 percent of the benefit if you take it at your full retirement age um, but if you take earlier if you take at 62 now you're only going to receive 32 and a half percent of whatever his social his primary insurance amount was so at his full retirement age i've got a, I'll, I'll throw a little monkey wrench in this whole thing gentlemen and say i hope they uh, continue on and are married for those 10 year periods and they don't have uh, another divorce in that situation to muddle the uh, the waters so to speak yeah, All right. then you got to start over. Yeah, yeah. you got to start over again. With That's half right. your stuff. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, let's go to Appleton now. Andy, we have been there, and uh, he says, I'm a guy who uh, never opens his retirement account statements ever because I'm scared to look at it and uh, because I really don't know what I'm looking at anyway. So uh, how do you help a guy like me? Well, Ben, that's a great question. I mean, we've seen that from time to time with clients, obviously. (laughs) Funny stories back in 2000, close to 2008 time, you know, we had people coming and saying that they would grab a bottle of wine and and open it and and then grab a statement and open it so that they could either consume the rest of the wine, depending on the news they saw. You you sure it wasn't a case? (laughs) No, I'm sure. They they said bottle, so I don't know what else was going on behind the scenes. But yeah, it it is challenging if you don't understand what you're looking at and um, that, that that can be a little bit overwhelming. So if you need help with that, you know, call, call us, come in and sit down and we'll go through that information with you and talk about your options and what you're looking at just so that you can have a little bit better education on on what you are looking at and what yeah, you should do. Absolutely. And Sam said it best early in the program, ladies and gentlemen, don't be fearful of any of this stuff. I mean, it it is a scary financial world out there with all the volatility. We're seeing the inflation and everything, but this too shall pass, I think we can say in the financial world. And this is where they can assuage all of your fears and your uh, trepidation about your retirement. Uh, just give them a call. 866-203-7486 is the number. No cost, no obligation assessment of your situation to assuage you of all those fears. 866-203-7486. All right, Luke, we've got Hannah in Green Bay here who is recently recently divorced and retired. Uh, My ex-husband, she says, previously handled uh, handled all our finances, but in early 2017, after my divorce, I hired an investment manager to handle my investments. Uh, Since my personal experience spans less than two years and I'm new to this, I'm just wondering how to evaluate my portfolio's performance compared to averages. And I guess averages is the key word. Is there such a thing now as average? Averages are really tough. Um, but Hannah, you bring up a really good question. A lot of people going into retirement are asking this very same thing. Am I positioned all right? How am I doing relative to this quote-unquote average? Um, I'll give you a little tip um, to maybe do this on your own. You can look at the performance. It sounds like maybe you've only had experience with this advisor or this plan for the last two years. You can look at your average return relative to the average return of you know, some other index out there as a gauge. 
But it also becomes really challenging to do that because in our world, what we want to know is, you know, first of all, how much risk are you taking to get the reward that you have? And when I say reward, I obviously mean that performance based metric. So there's some tools that we have because we sit in this world day in and day out and have decades of experience that we can analyze your current portfolio to take a look at how much risk are you taking, how much reward are you getting for that, and compare that to other solutions that might be out there because maybe you're positioned really well or maybe you need some tweaks to be in a better place. So feel free to reach out and we'd be happy to walk through that process with you and let you know if there's any uh, cracks in your current foundation our final question comes from Kokana, and george is there sam for you and he says i've always had fun researching and then buying and selling stocks as a hobby however uh, my wife isn't really uh, so thrilled about me uh, continuing this hobby as we get into retirement uh, which is only a couple of years away now so do you have any advice on a way for us to find some middle ground uh, somewhere hi george yeah you know actually there's nothing wrong with you researching buying and selling stocks absolutely nothing wrong as long as you keep it within the context of a hobby uh, so what i would say would be a good place to go for some middle ground there uh, is to only do that in the account that you could afford to lose now what i mean by that is let's say uh, trading stocks is your hobby uh, for some people, golf is their hobby. For some people, hunting is their hobby, fishing, whatever the case might be. I would try to approach this as I would if I had another hobby. One of my hobbies is playing guitar. That's I've done that for many, many years. Um, so I buy and sell guitars. I've got, I'm looking around the studio right now, and I think there's five of them that I can see, and there's probably that many more that are in cases in other parts of the house. And hidden, hidden from Andy, mostly. Hidden from Andy, that's correct. She's out of the room. So. Yeah, I heard your uh, your nickname was Hendrix. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but my rule on that hobby, okay, is I don't spend more than I can afford, and I won't spend money on a guitar that I don't think that I can get back if I decide that I want to sell it at some point. So look at your hobby the same way and set a budget for your hobby. So let's say that your budget is, okay, it's $10,000. That's fine. Have a separate trading account. Do your buying and selling in there. And then when it comes to retire, seek out a professional to help you manage the rest of it. And the other thing is to never, ever confuse buying and selling stocks with a retirement plan. They are absolute 180 degree polar opposite. A retirement plan should be something that is well thought out and has a good foundation. Buying and selling stocks I don't care how much research you do into it, George, it's still speculative. That's it's right. still speculative because you cannot know what's going to happen inside of there. And that's why they should uh, visit with you, Sam, and uh, Andy and Luke, and uh, get some good advice. Oh, we got tons of people that do that. I've got I've got lots of clients that like to buy and sell on the side. Uh, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. The other thing that a good professional will do in that scenario, George, is they will look at what you are doing on your side, buying and selling. And then if they're worth their salt, they should be allocating away from what you're doing. Let's say you're big time into technology, okay? Well, if you're big time into technology, then what I need to do as an advisor is I need to look at that and I need to allocate portions of what I'm going to manage away from technology to try to help balance that risk, if that makes any sense at all. 
Absolutely. So, again, this is why you should give uh, Sam, Andy, or Luke a call at 866-203-7486. It's all about preparation, and it is all about your retirement and how to best do it. And we've covered a lot of tremendous topics on this program today. And, again, uh, when you come in to visit with uh, the uh, fantastic uh, professionals at Dual Financial Strategies with over 22 years of experience, uh, Sam will grace you with the uh, second printing of his book, Purpose determines placement and he'll explain what the chapters mean and how they apply to your retirement once again no cost no obligation make that phone call and that appointment to meet with dual financial strategies at 866-203-7486 that's 866-203-7486 well it's been a wonderful show today sam what are your final thoughts yeah great topics today great questions from the listeners we just look forward to meeting all of you again here same time same place next week Investment advisory services offered through Dual Financial Strategies, LLC, a Wisconsin registered investment advisor. Dual Financial Strategies does not provide legal or tax advice. Investment advisor representatives of Dual Financial Strategies may only conduct business with residents of the states and jurisdictions in which they are properly registered. Insurance and annuity products are sold through Dual Financial Strategies.